Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and it is wonderful, wonderful, wonderful to be back. It's been a while. I have been traveling. I have been working. I have been ah, so much, so much, and it's all good. And so I just keep on allowing for everything to be fine, even if I miss my podcast, even if I change dates traveling, it just, it's all okay. And giving myself permission to not worry about it or feel guilty or shame or uh, disrespect myself because of it. It's just been really beautiful. It's, um, yeah, it's just allowed, it's allowed for me to show up in the right place at the right time on purpose. And I love that. I love it so much. So, uh, oh, it's stretching my legs out. I've got the sorest thighs. I think it's from squatting. Um, all right. So today I want to focus on how to know what beliefs are still in your way. This is a great one because I have been uh, experiencing this again and again and again. And it's such a, a, a simple measuring tool that when we can just own it, just really harness this tool and begin to act on it, we'll find everything becomes simpler. Everything becomes easier. I'm going to tell you the hardest thing in the world to do is to change the world. It is the hardest thing to do. If you think you can go out there and change the world, you cannot. Uh, you might alter it temporarily, but you can't change it from out there. The only way to make lasting change is from within. So the simple tool is to recognize what it is that you think out there should change for you to be happy or happier or uh, feel respected or comfortable or secure. What is it you think out there has to change? And I've been noticing more and more that it's gotten to the point that people think that if you talk a certain way, like if someone else speaks a certain way, that that has to change for their happiness to be okay, you know, for them to be happy, for them to be safe, for them, holy moly, um, you know, and it's, it's gotten so out of control because ah, what happens out there doesn't determine my happiness. It's how I think about what happens out there. Now, in a 3D perspective, you're thinking, well, I just have to take it then. I just have to let people disrespect me. And the bottom line is, is that if you believe in you, if you take care of you, if you respect you, then nothing out there matters. So we have gotten so externally fixated that we believe that our respect is determined by those people out there, by that thing out there, by that opportunity out there. And this is quite the, um, 
quite the myth or quite the falsehood or whatever you want to call it. It doesn't work that way. So this is a beautiful tool because if you're ready and willing to leap in to something far greater, far bigger than you, then what you can do is notice that when you are, and I'm going to quote this, triggered, all right, that is an opportunity not to attack, not to lash back or out, but to notice that you have a belief system that is not in alignment with the truth of who you are. And if you can recognize that, even if you can just honor, there must be a truth, there must be a thought within me that is not in alignment with the truth of who I am. Now, if you can get curious, what could that thought be? I wonder what that thought is that is giving me so much grief. The more you open yourself to the possibility of this and to the possibility of what it could be, the sooner that it will be made evident to you. And if you do this on a regular basis, this stuff will just like make itself evident like immediately. I mean, I can do this pretty much on my cuff now. It doesn't mean I'm always doing it, but I can do it on the turn of a dime. Now, the more invested I am in this idea that something out there is responsible for my happiness, then no, I can't do it. Or it'll take longer until I remember that has nothing to do with my happiness. That's the job of that friend, the job of that child of mine, that job of the the job, the career, um, the job of my house is not to make me happy. It's not their job. It's not their responsibility to make me happy. So happiness has to come from within. This is a whole new paradigm, all right? When happiness comes from within, then nothing outside of you can take it away. You give it away. You give it away with your thoughts and beliefs that something should be different than it is, that you have expectations that are not being met or and then therefore making judgments about it. Those are the two ways you give away your happiness because judgment and uh, and expectations and outcomes are outside of the purview of presentness. Presentness is where alignment is. You cannot know God in the past or the future, only in this present moment. But if you bring in judgments and expectations, God cannot be with you in that moment because those are based on past or future. So if you want to be in alignment with the energy of consciousness, with all that is, with peace, with unconditional love, you have to step away from judgment. You have to step away from expectations and outcome. And that's a doozy. If you're noticing you're having thoughts that don't feel good, if you're noticing that you think and see the thought came first, but then you projected it outside of you. And you said, if only that person acted differently, I could be happy. I could, um, I could be connected. I could be in alignment. I could be part of the oneness. If that person was better, was a better person, spoke better, acted better. But it was your thought that came first and then you projected it. So what if we just healed the thoughts? What if we just allowed for everything to be part of the hodgepodge of this reality, the hodgepodge of the movie? If we were watching a movie and um, we saw the movie as 
needing to be perfect, there wouldn't be a movie to watch, mind you. It would just be a rolling, beautiful view. Because um, if it rains in a video, and we were like, it can't rain because that takes away my happiness. So poof, it's sunny. So if there was nothing to judge or critique, if there was nothing to create contrast, it wouldn't be this reality. This reality is about contrast. This reality is about witnessing and improving and doing things differently, but not because we have to judge it, you know, as good or bad, but because we can go, hmm, I know that I can, I can do this different, right? I can do it different. Taking things to that next level depends on you recognizing your thoughts that rather than using the contrast for creation, you're using the contrast to justify unworthiness or lack or fear. You're using it to build a picture of, I don't deserve, I'm not worthy. There is so much more available in this reality. This reality is for you to create in. You came here to be a creator. So if you're going to be a creator, you're going to have to start to take full responsibility for the thoughts that are causing your pain. And it is your thoughts. It is not what's going on out there. It is your thoughts that are causing the pain in your body. So how do you do this? It's just a little baby step at a time. It's just undoing the belief, first of all, that anything out there has any power over you. It has none, absolutely none. It is a huge like um, control tool of authority, whatever authority. It could be your parents. It could be your school. It could be your government. It could be anything, your doctor. But we give our power to that when we agree that they have power over us or they know more than us about our bodies, about our lives, about who we are. We have to step back into that place. So if you've been in a habit of asking other people about what you should do, it's time to just center within. Center within and ask yourself, what am I to do? If you need to have a consensus of sorts, why not recognize that every single cell in your body has consciousness? Ask the cells of your body, what do you want? What, what is it that you need? What do we do in this situation? If, um, if you want to get um, like a visual of that, then go watch Osmosis Jones because um, I think they called it the town of Bob or something like that. Um, the, the body became its own huge, like universe and that, well, maybe universe was for village or town or city, the city of Bob or something. But, um, if we could think that even within every cell is its own universe, it's just, there's so, there's an endless amount of levels of, um, holodynamic, like it's a, it's a holodynamic world. So everything holds the whole, everything. And so there is a universe within every cell. It's, it's just amazing to me. It's beautiful. But it's up to us to truly recognize that we are consciousness inhabiting a body, inhabiting a world, inhabiting a reality, inhabiting a universe. 
Uh, that's an and harnessing within us multi multi universes. So when we recognize that we are consciousness come to participate in the co-creative process, then we can start to actually engage the powers, engage the who we are, rather than playing a second fiddle or background character to someone else's movie, and they may not even be here to create. There are many people who are just here to, um, what's the word, to absorb or consume. They're just consuming from the planet. But we want to be creators. We came to be creators. So what are you creating? And I don't care if it's something tiny. I don't care if it's something little. I have this phenomenal new art student. Um, I've had her, yeah, actually maybe a few months, six months or something. And she has just blossomed into doing phenomenal creativity. And in the beginning, she was like, no, no, I, I couldn't do this at home. And she told me she just bought some art supplies and she's going to start working at home. I am so excited for her. This is a huge leap. And she is recognizing the power that creating gives her as um, just as purpose, as joy, as happiness, you know, and she's giving her gift to the world. She's posting it in her Facebook account and she's seeing how many people are, are just really responsive to it. And I think she's going to get more and more of that. It is huge. Ah, so how today can you step forward and start to take ownership of your happiness? Well, the babiest of baby steps is just to be aware when you are triggered, just to be aware when you think something out there has just taken your happiness away. Write it down. And then if you don't know where to go, go back and listen to this podcast again, because the next step will be, okay, first is the awareness that you've been triggered. The next one is to think, what thought do I have that made me think that should change? What is my base thought? That person's being disrespectful. It's a base core thought. It's a judgment. It's a something that has just said that that thing out there is taking my happiness. And what is your belief about that thing? You know, that people shouldn't curse, that mommies shouldn't hit their babies. (laughs) Of course, we think they shouldn't hit their babies, but some mommies do hit their babies, right? Um, What is the belief or thought that you had that was not being met that you gave your happiness away for? So that is it. This is a very simple process. And... It's just about changing and shifting and changing and shifting and allowing. And if at the core level, um, say we know mommies, uh, so we believe mommies shouldn't hit their babies, right? Um, But some mommies do hit their babies. Well, we have to own that some mommies do hit their babies. They just do. Now, if we feel that... um, If we stop there, then we would just be hitting a a brick wall because we would find more and more evidence that, yes, mommies do hit their babies when we are fighting against mommies shouldn't hit their babies, right? 
what if you just took the appropriate action? What if you took your power back and rather than making a judgment about something that you're not going to change, you're not going to stop mommies from hitting babies, but what if instead you said that, yes, mommies do hit babies and children deserve to have advocates? Wow. Now you can be empowered to do something and now you can stop giving away your power and you can do something. But you're doing it from within. From within, you believe children should have advocates. From within, you believe that whatever that step is, it could be a small step where you say, hey, you know, the kid deserves to be treated better. Or whether it's calling social services. Or it's letting a teacher know. Or letting a relative know. You can be an advocate. You could write a letter to um, someone who would, it would make a difference. So the thing is, it's like how you have to get out of the the thoughts that have pigeonholed you into just giving away happiness and you have to step back and own the thoughts that are the thoughts that empower you, even if um, it means walking away from a political subject or um, taking um, a new, much more empowered stand on that subject. Because just banging our heads against the wall and think, saying things shouldn't be like they are doesn't change anything. And this is why when people get into um, certain areas of politics in a way that's to support others, to, to spread love, they have a much more powerful outcome in the long run than those people who are up there bulking against uh, a system right? The systems are, are very dense, like extremely dense. But what isn't dense is love. And when we proceed with love, we find that we can immediately access something new. We can immediately access change. Wow, we've gone way over. So today, just become aware of what is triggering you and what things are you judging as taking away your happiness. Maybe it's a certain person in your life and whenever you think of them or they call or they talk to you, you feel you, you, you're not happy. You know, maybe it's something, maybe it's your job. But the fact that we can turn our thoughts into thoughts that support our power means that you don't necessarily have to ditch the person or the job. You might be able to just shift your thoughts, take your power back You're the one that gave it away. You're the one that can remember, you know, to own it. Um, And it completely shifts your reality. Completely shifts your reality. So consider that today. You are so loved. Have a wonderful day. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.